We carry on with Politics Central now, and we mentioned this right at the start of the program. The Prime Minister has said that the government's new mental health model is going to transform care in New Zealand. Well, we hope so. Exactly how, just how much money is being injected. To explain more, we have the CEO for changingminds.org.nz, Tammy Allen. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tim. Kia ora, Tammy. Look, uh, what is it? Six million bucks uh, for mental health, affecting 170,000 patients. That works out to about 35 bucks each. How big of a deal is this actually? Actually, it's, it's an enormous deal. If you consider that to significantly transform an entire system is a 180-degree flip and might take a generation to see, the announcement today means that the public will start seeing the benefits of this as early as next year because non-government providers and GPs will actually be able to collaborate together to create new frontline services with a new model of care, which means that people will get immediate support. There won't be waiting lists or long referrals, which cost both time and money. And we'll finally have access to far more choices that's currently available, things like open dialogue, family support, talking therapies, group and e-therapy, peer support, occupational therapy, the stuff that is meaningful for us that doesn't require necessarily really long referrals to specialist services, psychiatrists and, and, um, and those sorts of medical model things. Okay, Tammy, because the thing that I saw looking at this uh, announcement is that the, the, the real news is in the 30 million for new providers, correct? Mm, yes, that's right, yes. Yes, fascinating, because everyone's talking about the six million, but the 30 mil seems like the real backbone, the real, um, the real deal in terms of the policy. That's, is that going to be transformative? I think it will, because actually what we know and what we found in the inquiry report um, when we went out and you know, spoke to people out there in the community is the community is already doing some amazing things. But that's taking thousands and thousands of people delivering volunteer hours to produce the things that they know are going to work for their communities. This will really allow people that have these great ideas, that have the evidence behind them, that know that they're working, to actually get some funding to make those programs and initiatives sustainable. Anecdotally, one of the things that I've heard is difficult that, say you're self-employed and you know that you need some help with your mental health, but then Mm -hmm. to actually get some counselling... It's something that has to be booked in advance and you have to take time off work to do it. And then that leads people to postponing it, postponing it, postponing it, and then small problems become bigger. How much do you think this will tackle issues like that? Uh, it'll, it'll be transformative. So what, what you're saying now is a real problem for access and choice for people. What will happen as early as early next year is, you know, what we're hoping to see in this collaborative environment is that instead you'll go to your local GP and your GP will go, you know what, sounds like you really need to talk to someone right now. We've got um, Jane or Bob, who's a peer support worker or a psychologist, just down the road, uh, down the hallway here in our same practice. Why don't you go and have a chat to them now, and they'll find out what it is that you need. If you need a few more sessions for them, that'll be covered. If you don't, they'll probably find something that you do need, like perhaps you might need some access to safer housing, or you might need some financial um, support or counselling or guidance. So what we're doing at the moment is we're funnelling everyone through the channel as we will refer you to counselling or or some other talk of therapy. But not everyone might need that. You might need something that's really acute and right now and dealing with the problem at hand. And that might be one or two sessions. And that frees up um, the more significant time and pressure to deal with um, in, in you know, long-term situations for people who significantly need a longer-term solution for that sort of stuff. Right. So that scenario that you put to me just then of um, the person walking on their own, they'll be able to go into their GP 
pay 10 or 15 bucks for that session and immediately go and see someone to talk to. Now, that's transformative. Yeah, that's excellent. Tammy, just in terms of uh, independent providers then getting government uh, funding, sometimes with that uh, comes fish hooks, uh, hoops they have to jump through, etc., etc. Are there any caveats uh, attached to this uh, money? Yes, there is, but I think it's a good fish hook. The fish hook that the government has put into this is a caveat that you must work together. We won't accept proposals from individual providers, and I think that that's a great thing because actually none of us in single, like Changing Minds doesn't, um, none of the NGOs have a, a solution all of um, themselves. It's actually working together of it that we create the ideas that are best going to go to work for most people. Well, thank you so much for being on the program, and let's hope this really does make a difference in people's lives. That's Tammy Allen, CEO for changingminds.org.nz. Enjoy your Sunday. Thanks very much, Tim.